0: everybody, I hope you're well, Um, hope you've had a great weekend um, and you're ready to go for this week. Um, I'm recording this a day early uh, because we're away this week mm-hmm. for a few days and um, I decided to take the opportunity this morning to record an episode to keep the momentum going for myself because I know that if I was to skip this week I'd find it so much harder to get in, back into it next week. Um, And it's the same issue that a lot of people uh, have with motivation and getting things started or keeping things going. Um, Most people have the idea of motivation back to front. They think that some kind of flash of inspiration will come and motivate them to take action. And then they'll start to see some successes and, and the ball goes that way. But it's actually the other way around. So if you've got a big goal... Um, and you're struggling to get motivated to start, the best thing you can do is take action. Okay, the first thing you need to do, uh, once you've set your goal, is look at what actions you can do every day to move you a little bit closer to that goal. It doesn't matter how small those actions are, they all add up over time. Okay, so don't get that mistake in your head that you have to take big grand sweeping changes, big grand sweeping actions. move yourself forward sometimes it's just the smallest of things done repeatedly can have the biggest impact on you going forwards so once you've got your goal set and your action plan in place every single day do something to move yourself forward each of those little successes will add a little bit of momentum to keep you going and every success will also bring you motivation to do the next one on the list so as you get take action see success your motivation grows and the ball becomes bigger and bigger the momentum keeps going and before long you've crushed every single goal that you're set in front of you and it's the same for diet nutrition uh, any other goal in any other area of your life Um, the best advice i can give you is just to take action and get started okay and obviously if i can help you with that i'm always happy to give some advice Send me a message, send me an email, uh, the links are in the show notes, um, and hopefully we'll chat soon. Um, but for today's podcast, there's only two topics that I really want to talk about. <clears throat> excuse me, um, it's early in the morning, I'm just having my first cup of coffee, so excuse me while I have one. <clears throat> and the first one is uh, supplements. Um, I get asked quite often about what supplements I recommend, what I take myself um, and what is useful Um, and if you're curious about supplements the best website I can recommend is examine.com. They have a massive database of uh, pretty much every supplement you can imagine um, with the research behind it, um, whether it's effective, if it is effective, what it's effective for and how big the effect size is. so you might see something that says that uh, it stimulates fat loss. Um, but when you actually look at research, the effect size is so small, or the, the, the samples are so small, um, and the results are so, so minuscule that technically it does help with fat loss, but the actual effect size on an average human is, is so insignificant it's not worth taking. Um, but they've got a massive uh, database that you can search pretty much everything for. But the three supplements I take and that I recommend for pretty much every client um, starts with vitamin D. Okay, uh, I live in Scotland. We don't get a lot of sunshine. Um, during the summer, yeah, fine, great, we get some direct sunlight. But the rest of the year. Um, pretty much nine months of the year we don't get a lot of direct strong sunlight vitamin d is synthesized from sunlight hitting your skin Um, and if you're not getting that direct sunlight and sun exposure then a supplement becomes necessary Um, vitamin d is useful for a whole bunch of things um, but a good supplement that gives you one to two thousand IU a day is probably a good thing for most people okay second is a good protein supplement one of the biggest issues i see with new clients um, and their diets excuse me is that protein intake is almost non-existent in some cases Um, and the biggest impact beyond total calories on fat loss goals and body comp uh, changes is protein intake Um, obviously i would like protein to come from diet, okay, from meat, from fish, from tofu or corn if it's a vegetarian or vegan client, Um, and obviously you get a little bit of protein from a big variety of vegetables and stuff like that. However, if you struggle to get it in from your diet, and most people do, a good whey supplement or a vegan alternative if you have a, a vegan or vegetarian diet Um, will help you hit your protein goals a whole lot easier. protein obviously helps protect uh, muscle mass, so you want to maintain as much of your lean mass as you diet as possible, because otherwise you're not going to change shape any, you're just going to become a smaller, softer version of yourself. Most people are looking for a kind of a tone-defined kind of look, Um, and to get that you have to have some muscle to show off, okay? Um, it also is the precursor for a lot of, sort of neurotransmitters and hormones and whatnot. So your body uses amino acids from protein for a lot of different things. So you have to get enough in. The current recommendations are between 1.5 and 2 uh, grams per kilo of body weight per day. Um, I tend to use um, target weight if people are losing, looking to lose fat is the the number to measure the amount of protein from. Um, But an easy easy kind of ballpark number is your height in centimetres. So I'm like 193 centimetres tall. So I would aim for about 190 grams per day. Um, If I'm taking it off of weight, I'm about 105. So about 210 grams per day. So that gives me that kind of window, 190 to 210 grams of protein per day. But yeah, a good protein supplement would uh, definitely help out a lot of people. And then finally, is one that most people don't think about, but it's creatine. Um, creatine is part of the energy development process for kind of faster explosive um, movements. Um, but beyond improvements in power output and some improvements in aerobic fitness uh, anaerobic aerobic fitness as well, the creatine has shown to improve cognitive function, memory, um, particularly in those who've got low creatine stores, um, and it possibly got some neuroprotective benefits as well. Um, creatine's very cheap, uh, it's easy to mix up um, 5 grams into some water or some fruit juice or something like that, um, or even into a protein shake, uh, so it's easy to consume. You often get told to load it for a period of two weeks, where you do high dosing for every day for a couple of weeks. I don't really think that's necessary. If you're taking five grams per day, it'll soon build up in your system uh, without having to think about loading and all that sort of stuff. So five grams of that per day. Uh, So to recap those, uh, vitamin D, one to 2,000 IUs a day, a good whey protein supplement to top up your numbers to get that one and a half to two times two grams per kilo body weight per day and then five grams of creatine per day um for all the benefits that that can provide and like i say more information on those can be found on examine.com and i'll put the link in the show notes so the next topic for today my phone went to sleep and i had my list on there give me one second how professional is this slick as so the second topic was um, why you shouldn't slash your calories too low, uh, too quickly when you're looking for fat loss Um, there's a a big tendency for people to think that if they cut their calories a little bit they'll get slow progress, blah 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 but if you slash them to 1000 calories or less you're going to make bigger progress more quickly. And that technically is true, but here's the catch. You have to be able to maintain it long enough for you to see the effect. It's, um. You will find some people can cut the calories really easily and they can maintain it. But for most people, slashing the calories too low, too quickly, um, it's just a recipe for disaster. You get too hungry, you end up binging on stuff, and you wipe out any potential then deficit that you have created. This is the problem with me recording early in the morning, my brain's still not fully awake. Um, so, there are populations where a very low calorie diet has shown to work, sort of pre-diabetic uh, people, that sort of thing, um, and they've had some very great success, but it's very controlled circumstances. For most of us, we've got a lot of stuff to do, a lot of commitments to keep, and trying to cut calories too low um, just ends up in disaster because you don't have the energy to do all the things you want to do. Um, You can't go out and enjoy yourself with friends because that will take you way over your calories. You can't train as hard because you don't have the energy to, to perform. So instead of cutting calories way, way low, look for a moderate deficit. Now, what I recommend for most people is 10 to 20%. So, if you're on a 2000 calorie day maintenance to maintain where you are right now, you're looking at a 200 to 400 calorie deficit. So, somewhere in the 16 to 1800 calorie per day range. Now, for most people, that is entirely manageable. Okay. Um, 200 calories is like, what's that? Like a muffin or um, a bagel, okay, without any fillings. There it is, you cut that out your day, you hit your calorie deficit, assuming all other things become equal. Um, so taking a more moderate long-term approach to things can be beneficial. Now, if you f- need um, quicker results to get a bit of motivation and momentum and all that sort of stuff, then you can increase that to maybe 25 to 30%. It's still manageable, but it's a little bit more maintainable. So being a bit more aware of where you are with maintenance calories and being able to get a more moderate calorie deficit will set you up for long longer term success because you can stick to it, okay? Um, so yeah, just be aware of where you are, what you need um, and how much energy you're going to need to get through your days without starting to, to drop off performance um and end up binging it the weekends so hopefully that helps it's a much shorter podcast today like i say we're away this week um, but if you have any questions for next week's podcast feel free to message me via instagram at dave Ballantyne personal training or send me an email at dave at edinburgh pt.com that's edinburgh hyphen pt.com and again the links are in the show notes And finally, once again, I would really appreciate it if you could head over to iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Leave me a rating and a review. Um, It helps get the podcast out to more people and I would really appreciate it. Have an awesome day. Talk to you later.